Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Good House 1968. This is Brother White speaking. What I do is read and interpret from the Tanakh. We have a good program for you today. So let me open in prayer and begin the service. Good, open the eyes of the brothers and sisters who listen to me that they are able to interpret for themselves through Ruach HaKadosh, the Word of God and the meaning of God's scriptures, the Bible, the Tanakh. I pray that you strengthen them up and give them the ability to make the journey, uh, the journey to everlasting life where they have no more of these troubles for serving you all their days. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. It goes to say, when people drive past the haunted house, they almost always shake their heads and say, I just don't understand why one family has had to undergo so much grief. I know that I know they've had one crisis after another. How do Sheila and her mom keep going? I don't know what. I, I, I'd do it if I were either one of them. Exaggerations, not at all. Shane, the youngest, committed suicide two years ago. Mr. Hunter had hepatitis, strokes, and serious back problems. He died suddenly last spring. The family has faced serious financial problems. Shannon, the 18-year-old daughter, has been rebellious and promiscuous. She just moved in with an uh, older married man. How does Sheila, the youngest daughter, and her mom keep going? Well, Sheila relies on her faith in God, a faith her mom has. Both cling to the promise that somehow, some way, God is in control. And in the dark and lonely nights of all their ordeal, they hope that God will one day restore their shattered family. <clears throat> so by this, we learn that if we keep our hope in the Creator, one day he will restore our shattered problems. So we want to keep our trust and faith in the Creator no matter what, whether we're in a haunted house, we're in a bad neighborhood, or whatever the problem may be. We want to keep our faith because good is going to eventually come out and overwhelm your problems with good. And there are things you're going to train, uh, turn around for you. It goes to say, should the axe glorify itself over the one who chops with it? Isaiah ten fifteen. Should the devil be glorified more than the creator? Should the salt magnify itself over the one who moves it? Isaiah 50, verse 2. With my rebuke, I dry up the sea, I turn rivers into desert. So if the Creator has the ability to turn rivers into deserts, do we not think that we should not bow down and trust Him and His Word and His ways? 
Jeremiah thirty two eighteen says, You display your grace to to thousands, but also repay the guilt of fathers into the lap of their children who follow who follow them. So the Creator only repays we're judged individually, but the children that follow the wickedness of their parents are repaid that guilt from their parents' standpoint. So we want to remember this. <clears throat> Who other than God is capable of bringing wrath upon his enemies? Jeremiah forty nine thirty seven says, I will bring disaster on them, my burning anger. So we don't want to create his burning anger on us. We want his love, his kindness, and his grace shown to us. And by studying the Tanakh and his word and preserving and living by the Spirit, we're able to bring bring his grace and love and kindness upon us. Jeremiah 51, verse 39 says, When they are hot with desire, I will prepare them a drink. I will make them so drunk they will sleep forever and never wake up. So this is the powers of the Creator to send down a plague upon his enemies, upon the unrighteous. It says in Psalms verse 51, verse 14, Who can restore your joy and salvation and let a willing spirit uphold you? So who can restore the joy and salvation but the Creator? It is only the Creator that can restore true joy and true salvation. As Psalms 56, verse 4, it says, I praise His Word, put my trust in Him, and I have no fear. This scripture shows us that God protects us if we are with Him. Job 8, verse 4 says, If your children sinned against Him, we left them to be victims of their own offense, showing he had to be with them in the first place in order for them to be cast off or left victims of their own offense. Nehemiah 6.14 says, Say, my God, remember Teviah and Sanvalot according to their deeds, which is another scripture which shows that it it, it is God who has the last say in our lives. So remember this, the Creator is the one who's going to have the last say so in our lives. If we lead wicked lives, we're going to have wicked and evil things happen to us. Remember, evil destroys the wicked. So a wound, a wound that is uh, a wound for a fool or a wicked person purges away or cleanses that person. So we know that these problems or burdens are purging away evil and wickedness, and we must remember that. Bible reading, and it goes to say, Good said to Moshe, give an order to the people of Israel, tell them, you have to take care to offer me at the proper time the food presented to me as an offering made by fire, providing a fragrant aroma for me. 
Tell them this is the offering made by fire that you are to bring to good male lambs in the first year and without defect two daily as a regular burnt offering. Offer the one lamb in the morning and the other lamb at dusk, along with two quarts of fine flour as a grain offering mixed with one quart of oil from pressed olives. It is the regular burnt offering, the same as was offered on Mount Sinai, to give a fragrant aroma, an offering made by fire for good. It is drink offering is to be one quarter hen for one lamb. In the holy place, you are to pour out a drink offering of intoxicating liquor, liquor to good. The other lamb you are to resent at dusk, Presented with the same kind of grain offering and drink offering as in the morning. It is an offering made by fire with a fragrant aroma for good. <clears throat> On Shabbat, offer two male lambs in the first year and without defect, with one gallon of fine flour as a grain offering. <clears throat> Mixed with olive oil and its drink offering. This is the burnt offering for every Shabbat in addition to the regular burnt offering and its drink offering. At each Rosh Hakadesh of yours, you ought to present a burnt offering to good consisting of two young bulls, one ram and seven male lambs in their first year and without defect, with six quarts of fine flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering for each bull, four quarts of fine flour mixed with olive oil, as a grain offering for the one ram, and the two quarts of fine flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering for each lamb. This will be the burnt offering given a fragrant aroma and offering made by fire for good. The drink offering will be two quarts of wine for a bull and one and one-third quarts for the ram and one quart for each lamb. This is the burnt offering for every rush hot dash throughout the month of the year. Also, a male goat is to be offered as a sin offering to good, in addition to the regular burnt offering and its drink offering. In the first month, on the 14th day of the month, is good's Pesach. On the 15th day of the month is to be a feast. Monsters to be eaten for seven days. The first day is to be a holy convocation. Do not do any kind of ordinary work, but present an offering made by fire, a burnt offering to good, consisting of two young bulls, one ram, and seven male lambs in their first year. They are to be without defect for you, with their grain offering, fine flour mixed with olive oil. Offer six quarts for a bull, four quarts for the ram and two quarts for each of the seven lambs, and also a male goat as a sin offering to make atonement for you. You are to offer these in addition to the morning burnt offering, which is the regular burnt offering. In this fashion, you are to offer daily for seven days the food of the offering made by fire, making a fragrant aroma for good. It is to be offered in addition to the regular burnt offering and its drink offering. On the seventh day, you are to have a holy convocation. Do not do any kind of ordinary work. 
On the day of the first fruits, when you bring a new grain offering too good in your feast of Shabbat, you are to have a holy convocation. Do not do any kind of work, ordinary work, but present a burnt offering as a fragrant aroma for good, consisting of two young bulls, one ram, seven male lambs in their first year, and their grain offering. Fine flour mixed with olive oil, six quarts for each bull, four quarts for the one ram, two quarts for each of the seven lambs, plus a male goat to make atonement for you. You are to offer these in addition to regular burnt offering and its grain offering. They are to be without defect for you with their drink offerings. So as we see here, they are required by the Creator to make certain offerings and to do certain holy provocations here. And this is what the children of Israel obeyed the Creator in doing so that their lives will be made more comfortable and sins forgiven and uh, things going well with them. All right, now we... Now we're in the vocabulary, and my first word means man that turneth backwards, and it's spelled Aleph, uh, Aleph, Het, and Resh with the Yod at the end of it. It means a man that turns backwards. This word means the hinder side or back part. Aleph, het, nun, resh. And here's our next word. It means backwards. Aleph, het, resh, kaf, yod, and tav. And this word means coming after or behind. Aleph, Het, Resh, and that looks like Nun and Zayin. So those are our words for today, our vocabulary. And uh, I'm going to say a prayer and be leaving you. But the lessons we learn today is you have to keep your trust and faith in the Creator at all times. Don't let Satan get the up or the goods on you. If he gets a chance, he wants to stir, uh, turn you away from serving the Creator or living by the Spirit to reach everlasting life. He doesn't want to see you get everlasting life. He wants to see you destroyed with him. And this is something we must remember. All right, good, I petition you that you open the eyes of the brothers and sisters that they're able to apply what they learn today into their lives, into their hearts. I pray that they become righteous doers and lovers of righteousness and have open hearts, open arms, and pure hearts. To your word and to the brothers, fellow brothers and sisters, love for one another. I pray this in the name of your son, Yeshua. Amen.